Diddy King Kong. Your curiosity quest starts here. Welcome in everybody to another episode of Cuco Podcast. You're up with your with your episode. <laughs> Welcome into to another your episode, episode. Your episode with your hosts, Danny, Travis, and Alan. It is December, which means that we are getting dangerously close to Christmas, and so hopefully you have started your Christmas shopping. And most of the time, especially here in the United States, um, or wherever you live, if it's not in a certain area of the world, which you'll see why I said that here later, is that you probably wonder why Travis said dangerously close to Christmas, because you would think Christmas isn't dangerous. Oh, it's, it's dangerous. cheerful, but it could be dangerous. Yeah. We were just actually discussing because we, uh, um, <laughs> before we get into our, our, our main question or not question, but topic, um, we do have a quick question of, uh, of about Christmas presents. And, uh, but so we were talking about this prior to hitting the record button and, uh, just, and I'm kind of actually losing my train of thought on what I was going with this. <laughs> Maybe while you're regaining your train of thought, I will introduce what we will be talking about as our main topic today, and we will be covering the legend of Krampus. Krampus. So that, I mean, maybe at this point, many of you know who Krampus is, or at least have an idea of what Krampus is, Um, but if you don't, you can learn something today. If you do, maybe you'll learn something additional today. Uh, perhaps you know more than we do. I remembered what and... I was going to say. <laughs> okay, good. I was running. I was running out of things to say. <laughs> so no, we were just talking about how uh, um, you know because I said dangerously close because everybody wants to make sure that they're getting all their gifts and things like that. And and we were just talking about how in my family. Like, you know, we kind of stopped, at least in, in one side of my family, we just kind of stopped giving gifts to each other. And it's not because we don't like each other. In fact, um, our idea is just that, you know what? A lot of times we give gifts. Yeah, it's great that you well, get a, I get enough gifts get a on hat, social media all the time. Get, yeah. Gifts? Gifts? Yeah. Oh, no, gift. The <laughs> thing is, though, is like when you get to this day and like this time in your life, like if you're about our age, older, whatever, you're an adult. If you want something, you typically, I mean, you're working. I mean, unless it's like super like crazy. Like if I want a new pair of shoes, I'm going to go buy a new pair of shoes. If I want a hat, I'm going to get a hat. You don't usually just be like, well, I'm going to wait for this one time of year. Well, I guess usually when you're a kid, it's like two times. It's like you have your birthday and Christmas are yeah. like the two main times even then, you can yeah. ask for gifts. And even then, like by that point, like I get to my, like I always get uh, from my dad for Christmas. He's like, give me a Christmas list. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> like Amazon gift card. Like that's one thing. What else? <laughs> so, um, but, uh, and then like for my birthday, like kind of the same thing. I'm like, I've already gotten whatever I need. And a lot of times my mom will just give me money for my birthday. And I like, for example, okay, today um, or last year for Christmas, my dad gave me one, one item because I asked for it. And then he had, he didn't know what else to give me. So he just gave me the cash, like left in whatever budget he had per child. And uh, uh, I just barely spent that today. So it's been almost a year. And uh, I spent it today. So well done. It's because I don't know. Like I'm like, what am I going to do with this? 
Did you purchase, I don't know, just randomly throw it out, like a Nike sweatshirt? I purchased two Nike hoodies. Yeah, well done. So, but, um, so anyway, so in my family, we uh, have decided to just kind of really more focus on the experience of being around each other and, and doing fun things as opposed to getting items, you know, like. Yeah. Physical. No, I would agree with that. I think it's much more, um, and I mean, especially to once you have your kids, like it becomes more of like, oh, this holiday is for the kids. Like for me, I don't need anything from for Christmas. If my kids were happy on Christmas, then that's all I yeah. need. It's like, it's funny because if you think about it, like when you're when your kids are growing up, teenagers, whatever, you're like, oh, I want all this stuff. And don't get me wrong, I want tons of stuff. But I I'm more I never thought I'd get to the point where I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm okay not getting anything for Christmas or I'm not or not getting anything for my birthday. I'd rather focus and if I'm gonna be spending money, I'd rather, you know, spend it on giving uh, you know, spending time with, with my kids, my wife, uh, my other family members, but uh, even obviously like I want my kids to wake up and have something to open, you know, yeah. presence wise. So, you know, I, but I really enjoy that aspect of it. But it's it. more than like, you don't need the materialistic things anymore. And it it's more just more watching a, how happy uh, yeah, they are. you're happy with like the experiences. And, and one thing that we get for our kids every single year and have for the last few years, um, for the most part is we just get them lagoon season pass. We do the same thing because they go on sale on black Friday. So you can get them for the best deal that they do sell them for on the year. And then two, but really that's like a gift that gives like all summer long. But as much as like, sometimes it's frustrating to stand in lines and stuff at Lagoon in the moment. But when you look back, you're like, you know what? But I got to spend like all these extra hours with my kids, mm-hmm. you know? And Alan, when Garen opens up his dog bone, I thought you were going to say when he opens up <laughs> his lagoon pass. And he's so happy. <laughs> you can just sit there and be like, yes, you I, can, I got that for you. You can sing him that song. You like to sing him something about he's the best so far. He's a star or something. <laughs> Literally just saying that to you. <laughs> he just sang him this song and now you're, you're trying to bait him into singing it again. <laughs> I thought maybe people would like to hear Alan sing. Do you want me to sing it? This okay, is the song I, that Alan sings sing to his this, dog. Yeah, I sing this to my dog all the time and I made it up. He goes, you're a good boy. Yes, yes, you are. You're a good boy. The best by far. <laughs> you're a good boy. Yes, yes, you are. You're a good boy. You are my star. <laughs> and I look at Garen good as job, he's laying Alan. down there and no emotion. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it was very well done, very well written. Um, I think maybe one thing you'll have to just check into is speech impediment classes. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> five stars. So as we're talking about, you know, uh, Christmas, like giving the presents and things like that. Our quick question of the day is what are the best and worst Christmas presents you've ever received? So this was like tough for me um, because I don't know, like as far as like worse, like I got something, like, Oh no, like I don't want this. You know, yeah. I can't remember of any of those. I mean, I'm sure I've gotten something that I was like, eh, you know, I could, and I, I didn't want with this that, one. Yeah, it's or, usually, it's not like someone's ever given me like a severed head or something yeah, like this that. This isn't that the one like that I wanted terrible. or, but you know, I'm not going to throw a fit severed about it head? because. What is this? Seven? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's in the, the box? box? That what's would be a terrible gift. Like I would probably try to return it. 
um, <laughs> to the person <laughs> wherever I can you return. Lost it your to. head. I'm like Costco. Um, do you guys sell severed heads <laughs> in bulk? Um, but anyway, Alan, what is that Austin Powers where he just goes off after them? Shark bites the guy's head off. He's like, that's no way to get a head in life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of head puns. <laughs> um, do you, what's the worst gift you've ever got, Al? So this might sound petty, and it's not really like that bad, but when I was a kid, everyone else had the PlayStation. I wanted a PlayStation, and instead I got a Nintendo GameCube. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, which ridiculous! They didn't, Nintendo GameCube didn't have any of the games that I wanted for PlayStation, so it was like completely. You must have what, been this, pretty old when this happened, because was I moved out already? No, PlayStation. Oh, Danny, PlayStation, PlayStation came out like ninety yeah. eight. No, GameCube. I thought GameCube just came out like. A few years ago. No, no GameCube came out before PlayStation. Nintendo, what's the... Nintendo Switch. Switch. The Wii, so wait, Wii what, U. Was Nintendo GameCube after Nintendo 64? Yeah. Yes, that's so. what came out right after Nintendo 64. Oh. Where it had like the mini discs instead of full-size CDs. I don't know. I don't think I ever played a Nintendo GameCube. And it was like a cube. <laughs> it was a just yeah. It was literally a cube. It would have been mm-hmm. a bad name if it was a sphere or a cone, <laughs> maybe a cylinder. But when you the want a PlayStation cone, when you want a PlayStation, because all your friends have <laughs> PlayStation cone, and you want to play those same games, it sucks to get a GameCube. Yeah, right. I mean, I got a PlayStation, so I. I mean, I yeah. don't know how it feels not to have. So one. this was like <laughs> between the PS One and the because we had a PlayStation. But, but I will that tell was like you after. I will yeah. tell you, Alan, when we got the PlayStation. So uh, my my dad and and his wife got it for us, and it was a family gift. And we all like r- unwrapped it, and as soon as we opened it, we all were like, "Yes!" And we all started screaming. Like I was doing the same thing. I had no clue what it was. I think it was just because all of us started screaming, like, oh my gosh. I don't think any of us knew what a PlayStation was. <laughs> Until, like, my dad was like, yeah, you know, you play Crash Bandicoot. I'm like, what the fuck is Crash, Crash Bandicoot? I love Crash Bandicoot. You know, you collect peaches. But I'm like, I have no clue what this is. But anyway, what about PlayStation was a good console, but I don't, I, it's just, it's throwing me off because I don't remember ever seeing a GameCube in our house. Um, because it was mine. It was in my room. Oh, because I know we had, what was the Sega version? It wasn't Sega, Sega Genesis, Genesis, but it was like Sega, Sega Dreamcast, Sega CD. Sega CD, I think it was, that we got, and we had that one. Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, we had like that cop game on it. What cop game? I don't know. I just remember playing a cop game. <laughs> anyway, that's not my worst present. <laughs> do you want to go, or do you want me to go, Trev? Um, You can go. Okay, so my worst present ever was... Again, this is like Trav said. I am not complaining because you can't complain about getting something free, yeah. right? When someone gifts something to you. But this is more of just like it's a disappointment because I thought I was getting something else. So when I was 15 years old, I told my dad, there's only one thing I want. Like if you give me nothing else, it's cool. I just want this one thing. And I told them, I just want a pair of K2 rollerblades with grind plates because... I was pretty sure that I had a knack for rollerblading. <laughs> and <laughs> you thought you could grind down rails or something? Yeah, and that I was going to probably be like the next X Game star. 
for rollerblading. Okay. So I'm like, Dad's like, I showed him, like I took him to the store because there was a special rollerblade shop back then. This shows how old I am. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who may not know what rollerblades are, look it up. Yeah. You can find them at your local thrift shop. (laughs) It's like inline roller skates. Um, but they're like roller skates, but cooler. Yeah. They're rollers. If you had roller skates, you were a loser. They've also been called banana boots. (laughs) Have they? I think so. What? (laughs) I don't remember this, but anyway, yeah. On seventh East, um, in Salt Lake city, there was a rollerblade shop. I think it was about 1700 South took them there. I'm like, these are the exact ones I want. Okay. So I wake up Christmas morning thinking that I'm, you know, Oh, Whereas I can't wait to get my rollerblades. And then I look and I see like one box. I'm like, it could be my rollerblades, maybe, like about the right size. So I'm going through, I put that box aside because yep, you have to save the best. Yeah, you for gotta last. save the best for last. So like anyone who doesn't know me, like when I eat Lucky Charms, I eat all the brown pieces first, save the marshmallows, and then <laughs> I eat the marshmallows in color order from my least favorite okay, color I to my not favorite color. Because <laughs> by the so, time I get through yeah. all of that, the marshmallows will then have been disintegrated by the milk. <laughs> well, you got to so you got to work quickly. Do that. You've got to be like eating your cereal one just like one thing at a time. Just like <laughs> this is yeah, one little. <laughs> And, uh, Liz always asks me why it takes me so long. <laughs> He's just over in the corner, just <laughs> <laughs> it's like super fast. He just looked like a little hermit, like just like he's never like it's been so long since he's eaten food that he's just got to shove it in. But it's easier when you learn to eat with chopsticks first. So. <laughs> Good, because then you can just pick out the individual pieces. Really, anytime cool. he eats a bowl of Lucky Charms, his mood always goes from like just pissed off to just <laughs> gradually more and more happy. <laughs> he's like, oh, yes, I'm nearing my favorite color of marshmallow. Because <laughs> I always save the blue moons for last. <laughs> But they, they don't even taste different. No, they don't. Yeah. But they look different. <laughs> they look blue, Alan. <laughs> and they're like crescent shaped. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I put that box aside. And then next thing I know, I get through all my other presents. And here is the Pesiste Resistance. Is that how you say it? I don't know. No. <laughs> but whatever, however you say it. Um, I'm like super excited to get my K2 rollerblades with grind plates. And I open the box, and I'm like, this is not a rollerblade box. And then I proceed to open that box, and inside that box is two a, a pair of very short-range walkie-talkies. <laughs> and when I say short-range, I mean, like, you pretty much had to be in the same room as each other <laughs> to use them. And How could they be? Did your dad like wrap them in a giant box just so that you <laughs> just to fool you? <laughs> and needless to say, my heart sunk pretty far at that moment. I was just like, oh, these are not rollerblades with grand plates. And I couldn't even enjoy using my walkie talkies <laughs> because I was so frustrated that I didn't get my K2 rollerblades. How blades. old were you? 15. And. So I never did receive my K2 rollerblades. I think I remember this. <laughs> I think I remember those walkie-talkies. Yeah. <laughs> they like literally only lasted like 4 minutes too on the batteries. <laughs> so like I think we used them like a couple times and I was like I I literally 
can, I mean, we're talking to each other on the walkie talkies, but we're sitting next to each other. Cause that's the range <laughs> <laughs> and it was pointless. So, but yeah, that was probably my most disappointed I've ever been on Christmas. Other than the one Christmas that I didn't get a Christmas, but my <laughs> wife said, I can't talk about that anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So mine, if we're talking about worst gifts, um, again, like, I mean, the item that I've selected is just, it was something that I really wanted actually. So like I asked for it, I got it. But then the reality of what it was, was, did not live up to the hype. Oh, was this like a creepy crawler set? No, I liked my creepy crawler set. Me too. I got one of those. That was a good Christmas. <laughs> that was a good Christmas. Is that no. where you like had the gel stuff that you would bake or something? Yeah, it yeah. was like the girls had the easy bake oven. We had creepy crawlers. Yeah. And then you'd make like little scorpions or bugs. Or oh, whatever. were they gummies that you could eat? No, no you couldn't eat the gummies. Oh. There they, was they another They were poisonous one if you ate them. You would have died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure it's toxic. That explains why I was sick so much. <laughs> He's like, mm, these gummies <laughs> suck. He's just taking the, just the liquid stuff stuff and just squirting it in his mouth. He's like, ah. No, so mine was freaking Nickelodeon moon shoes. What? Oh. Do you guys I'm trying to remember well, those? Kay. Nickelodeon moon shoes. So moon shoes. Like I remember moon Commercials boots. are so freaking deceiving. Were Kay. they made to moonwalk in? No, moon shoes. They were, were they, like, like kind of high tops. They were basically, yeah, these these yeah. individual trampolines that you would attach to your feet. Oh. So one per foot, and it was this. It was almost like this. Uh, it was like a platform shoe, um, but it was like this oval shape. And then throughout, like the top of it, you had like all of these. Um, yeah, these right here. Sorry, Danny's pulling them up. <laughs> look at that kid. <laughs> so if you don't know what these are, look them up. So Nickelodeon moon shoes, and <laughs> what? And they they had these like giant black rubber bands that went across the surface of it because they were hollowed out, mm-hmm. and then you would like stand on those. So it's kind of like a pogo sticks, kind of for your feet. You'd like you'd attach your feet to them, you'd strap them in, and then you'd bounce. And like when you watch the the commercials, they're like bouncing so high, and they're like, "Yeah, this is so great." <laughs> you get in them, you can't move a damn inch. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm jumping, but they're 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 so they're, heavy. They're weighing you. They're down. weighing you down. <laughs> I'm like so stupid. <laughs> but so I mean, that was like I'm sure I've gotten other Those, ones. These shoes that with the like springs look more exciting. Yeah, they're called indoor outdoor bouncy jumping shoes. But I mean, I think that was just one where. Cause I mean, I feel like I've been lucky in my life. I mean, I know my parents, they, they love the Christmas season and they've always tried to, now we've not always been, you know, financially sound or anything like that, but they've always tried to make sure that, uh, me and my siblings have had a good Christmas and you know, it always comes out for the best. So, um, nothing much to complain about, but you know, it does suck when you get something that you want and you're just expecting it to be some, like something fantastic. And then it turns out to be just a dud of cr- just crap. <laughs> Pure and total garbage. That is true. I wonder what percentage. Thanks, Nickelodeon. What percentage I want of toys my parents' money back are just like not even close to what they advertise. Because so. there's a lot of those situations that occur. 
But why don't we flip it and go in reverse order, Trav? What was the best? So Christmas best Christmas. Christmas so I'm kind of going with nostalgia here. Um, I've got a lot of good presents uh, um, over my years, but um, when I was a kid, uh, I just remember um, coming down into the living room Christmas morning, and there was because I, I, I wanted a new bike. Um, I had this this little tiny bike. It was white. I'm pretty sure it was a girl's bike. It had a bunch of rainbows on it. But I was like, you know, I'm done with rainbows. <laughs> I want a, I want a big boy bike. <laughs> and now I, the one that thing that I really wanted was because uh, at the time they they had those bikes that looked like motorcycles, like they had like yeah. plastic form over them, so it yeah. made it look like motorcycles. I wanted that so bad, but those were pretty expensive, and I understood that when my parents told me like, ah, it's not probably not going to happen. But I came down and I saw this brand new bike, and it was gold. It was shiny. It was so great, and I was like, this is so awesome. It's black and gold. It was amazing. Wait, was it a motorcycle bike? No, or no, it was, it was just, just a okay. regular bike, but, but it, it was, was awesome it was beautiful. Looking. So yeah. that was one of my favorites. And then uh, just on the side of that, uh, another Christmas where like I just remember opening over and over again, like all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures, all of the um, the Ghostbuster action figures, and I really wish I still had those. Yeah. This, I mean, this brings up maybe another potential episode we could have someday on just like like favorite toys growing up oh, as a yeah. kid or something oh, like I that because there's those. a lot of fun, cool toys and a lot of disappointing toys uh, out there. But for the best Christmas present I ever got, this comes back to uh, what Trav and, and Alan and I were talking about earlier where experience is kind of where things end up being uh, kind of the go-to what you want when you're older. And so this is actually something I did get when I was older, um, when I was in my 20s, late 20s probably. Um, but yeah, my wife actually got me, and until most of you, it probably doesn't sound that good. Or maybe I just haven't had the greatest luck with Christmas presents, and that's this is the one that shines out above all of them. And she got me a ticket, a plane ticket to Reno, Nevada. Cool. <laughs> Were you like a f- obsessed fan of Reno 911 or something? <laughs> nope. I just, uh, I liked Reno because I went there once on a bowling trip. And <laughs> he lives an exciting life. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked Reno because at the time I really liked gambling. Not at that I, the time? <laughs> well, my love for gambling has definitely subsided significantly <laughs> since this point in my life and it all started with three card money <laughs> back in the day in vegas but no i mean i was just excited because i'd never been gifted a trip before i think uh. and she's like here and uh i got your friend uh george he's gonna go with you and i was all excited about that you remember george he was at my wedding oh. um sure well you were both some of my groomsmen. Well, I don't remember everybody. <laughs> you also were married a while ago. <laughs> it was so. a while ago. But anyway, um, yeah, so she gave me that. We went to Reno. I had free room options available because I had been there before and I got gold status. <laughs> so, <laughs> How many times did you go to get gold status? 
is I think is one long trip, but I gambled enough to get gold status. <laughs> and so they is back when like they Nevada just give them a free trip because they know they'll spend most of his money in the casino. <laughs> <laughs> like Nevada was struggling back right after the recession for a few years after the recession. So they offered all kinds of like freebies to get people to come out there. And if you got to gold status, they were like, we'll give you a week in the suite if you come out there. So I was like, all right, get my free suite. And I remember it had like this nice deep tub in it and I'm not really a bath taker, but I was like, I'm going to pamper myself on this trip. And I took a bath. Um, Love bathing in my own filth. Yeah. Well, I think I showered <laughs> first cause I'm with, I'm like you, I don't like it when the water turns an awkward color. So Stop. I was like shower Murky and gray. then make my, have my bath. Um, but then yeah, Real so quick, I gambled. I don't know if this story is true. Ask the blind man he saw too. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But I heard that one time there was like a physicist conference in held in Vegas and for a weekend. And so like all these physicists from around the world flew in for this conference. And then in the news they reported that it was the lowest casino like take in history, in the history of Vegas. Uh, like because they were all very smart and yeah, new so all game these physicists were using probability and doing all the math and stuff. So I they thought weren't you were losing they, that much. None money. of them were in the casino. They were all just like doing math problems in their rooms. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so dumb. Uh, anyway, so I just wanted that, to say this was like no more physicist conferences here. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to say that I gambled a lot that week. Um, I went there with $1,000. I came home with $1,080. <laughs> nice. So if you push that out to like a per hour wage is about 50 cents an hour. I think I made, <laughs> um, but I came back with more than I left with. And I did see the sun one time during that week. And that was when I went across the street for dinner at Outback Steakhouse. Otherwise, casinos are like mini cities. You don't have to leave. They have food and bathrooms. I would have at least gone <laughs> golfing. But, I mean, that's me. I didn't have a car. Uber. It was before Uber. Taxi. <laughs> it was after taxis. <laughs> Shut up. All right, Al, do you have one or should we move on? Um, the best gift? Probably when I got my MacBook Air. Um, this is like six years ago something like that and, and that was the one that we actually started uh, our podcast on right yep we're thankful so, for it too <laughs> when i got my macbook air that's when i really started getting into like computers a lot and like all the editing that we that like i learned that we could now do this podcast and video and f- photography and all that stuff so sweet it opened a lot of doors for me awesome do they right. have like a macbook land or c Nope. Okay. Just nope. air. <laughs> no. Are these not grade A? Don't. <laughs> jokes? Grade A top choice jokes. <laughs> All right, let's move on to this week's main topic. Oh, fuck it. 
children. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> That DMX's Christmas carols. There wasn't a lot to choose from when it came to Krampus Sounders, I decided. So that was the best of the lot. (laughs) All righty. So we uh, (laughs) like decided that we were going to do a little episode on Krampus, partially because, I mean, I didn't really know much about Krampus. I didn't really know much about Krampus either. I think we just kind of were, when we were uh, talking about some stuff that we can talk about during the uh the december month the holiday season. holiday season um this is kind of a little i mean it's not like we're the only you know podcast ever to talk about krampus i mean it's a very pop popular figure in folklore and uh and i don't yeah. know so, so I mean, it's we'll give you culture yeah. we'll give you you know some brief background in history on Krampus for any of you who don't know or haven't listened to other things on Krampus, um, but we're going to kind of just come at it from our own opinions um, as far as what this character is and what it means um, to society and stuff like that. So, but the thing is that Trav has a go-to move when it comes to new topics, and I usually have a different go-to move, but I'm starting to enjoy Trav's go-to move. And that is anytime we're like, hey, we have this topic. He's always like, is there a movie we can watch that is about that topic? Because I've always been one that's like, is there a book I can read? See, anything that that makes me not have to read. Because it, well, and it's not because I don't like reading. It just, I'm a slow reader and it takes me a long time to read. And and not just read, but grasp what I'm yeah. reading. Sadly, though, I'm actually a very slow reader when it comes to reading and comprehending as well. Um, so I probably should watch more videos. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, so we watched. When, you're saying, when you say reading, though, do you mean reading, reading, or listening to a book on tape, audio book? I mean reading, reading. Oh. If I listen to a book on audio tape, I call it listening. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I know, I know a bunch of people who they're like, yeah, I, I've yeah, read, this I read book. that book yeah. and they didn't read it. They, they listen to, to it on tape. I'm, I'm not going to say I've never said that because maybe I'm sure I've said it that way before. But for the most part, I try to be, if I conscientious, conscientiously seeing it, I'll say, yeah, I listened to that book. Mm. But to me, I mean, it's fine. I don't like it. Whether you listen to a book or read the book as long as you grasp what the book has to say, like it's fine either way. Um, for me though, like if I'm reading something, if I'm just sitting there and reading it, then that's fine. Cause it feels like I'm doing something. I have a hard time just sitting there staring at a wall and listening to something. So like if I'm listening to a book or a podcast or whatever, it's usually because like I'm actively like working on house chores or going and doing errands or driving or something, you know? So I'm actually doing something else while I'm listening to it. Uh, but we watched, the 2015 film Krampus starting Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, Trav let me know that this was the apparent authority in Hollywood on Krampus. Yep. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of just like off, like kind of like those B movies that, you know, as soon as that one's coming out, then all of a sudden Redbox has like three different ones that are about the same thing. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we, I was just wanted to make sure that we got the right Krampus when we were watching it. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the way that I worded it is correct though. How would you say like the aforementioned authority, the before mentioned, um, no, like what would you consider like 
this is the go-to source for Krampus knowledge. Go-to source. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly what word you're looking for, but... I guess you could say the authority on Krampus knowledge. Okay. So maybe I had it right. I don't know. Uh, but that is beside the point. I am talking in circles now because I don't know why. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I had him uh, watch this movie. Um, Unfortunately, even though I'm the one that came up with the idea to watch the movie, I did not get to watch the full thing because uh, this week has been pretty busy. Uh, I've just been getting things ready, uh, uh, had to clean my house, had some, some actual like people coming in and deep cleaning, like all the stuff like that I don't want to do, which is like cleaning all the floorboards and all the blinds and stuff like that. So we're just getting stuff ready. And so I watched half the movie and I paused it and I was like, you know what? Cause I, I rented it from, uh, from Amazon prime. And I thought you always got like 48 hours to watch movies, but apparently you get three days once you rent it to actually watch it. But once you press play, you have 24 hours to watch it. And so by the time I was able to get back, and watch it. It was like 24 hours later. And I was like, all right, I got time. And then it was gone. And I was not going to spend another four <laughs> bucks to watch another 45 minutes of a movie. So Danny watched the whole thing. <laughs> so out of the three of us, yeah, we have three different layers of watching this movie. One watched the whole thing. One watched half. One watched none. So it's kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. So like I'm the dad bear. You're the mom bear. Alan's the baby bear. Why do we have to go like and do that analogy? Like, <laughs> I don't know. An analogy where you and I are basically married. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm know. your offspring. <laughs> <laughs> Little Alan Chan. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, basically, at this point, if you have not seen this movie and it's something that is on your bucket list of things to do in your life, you may want to stop. Cause we will be giving spoilers um, from here on out as far as the movies considered or concerned. So first we watched the movie. These are some of the things I noticed Trav again, you said you only watched half of it, but these are just critiques I have on the movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm carrying and critiquing a movie like this so much. There's just bound to be plot holes Oh yeah, in a movie on a, fictional character named Krampus or is he fictional? I don't know. We'll see. But basically the daughter of this family goes to find her boyfriend because she's very concerned about him because he's not answering her text messages. There's a big storm that rolls through town. Yeah. And she's like, I have texted him nine times and he hasn't responded to me once. This is unlike him. I want to go to his house and check on him. And the mom at first is like, no, which I can see because it's like very dangerous in the snowstorm. But the dad's like, she'll be fine. It's cool. Whatevs go. So the mom's like, okay, fine. So she goes right. And she goes missing because Krampus gets her. Well, the thing on top of all of this that just kind of irked me was they cared because like the dad even went to go look for her, but it didn't really seem like they cared that much. <laughs> there were other things that came up. <laughs> like they went and they came back and they're like, did you find her? Like, no, we didn't find her, but they just, it just didn't seem 
like in real life, I feel like parents would be like distraught. Oh yeah, I'd be freaking out. But they were just like kind of like, yeah, it sucks. We couldn't find her. But let's let's deal with whatever we want to deal with. Let's right move now. on. Yeah, let's like it just was so quick to just be like, okay, well, that's a lost cause. <laughs> like we're gonna move on to. We're all gonna just go to sleep now. Yeah, and so I just found that kind of as a parent, like like that's not at all. How well, we and the go. thing so. Before we get into much more of this movie, let's let's talk a little bit about like who Krampus is in folklore. So just so you kind of understand where this is all coming from. So I mean, we're all very familiar with Santa Claus, Saint Nicholas, whatever. This is this is the man that comes on Christmas Christmas Eve, Christmas well, to Christmas Day, whatever time it is, and uh comes down your chimney, leaves presents for all the good girls and boys. If you are naughty though, you're on the naughty list, you know, oh well, you get a, a you get a lump of coal. coal in your stocking. Now, in the uh the story goes that basically Krampus and Saint Nicholas come hand in hand. Like they're like buddies. They're like the ying to the yang. Yeah. They're yeah, they're Based, I mean, the word they always say is anti or antithesis. So Krampus is basically the anti-Santa. Yeah. Um, meaning Santa comes to reward all the good girls and boys with presents, while Krampus comes to punish all the bad girls and boys uh, with not presents. Yeah. With other horrible things that we'll get into in more detail here. Yeah. Now, just to kind of picture what Krampus is, he is essentially a mix between a... Uh, crap, hold on just a second. I had this. He's half goat, half, half demon. demon. <laughs> so he is a demon goat. <laughs> and uh, big, big demon goat uh, walks on his hind legs, uh, not like, you know, a regular goat. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got the hooves and everything, but, uh, yeah, he comes to, uh, just basically terrify the children. You know, as I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know what? That's the one thing we don't have in Christmas enough. Terrifying our children. (laughs) It's true. It's too much happiness. You know, they seem to, like I tell them, oh, you're going to get a lump of coal in your stocking. Cause I can guarantee you, like my kids are not good all the time. Like they are good 20, 20%. I'm gonna, and that's being generous. Yeah, because they're fighting the rest of the time. Yeah, or not listening, or pushing their boundaries, or yeah. I mean, but this is like normal. I'm not yeah. saying that your like my kids are the same way. Everyone's kids are for the so most. So if we're way. going by you know Santa Claus's standards, uh, most kids are probably getting cold. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> most kids are getting visited by Krampus, and they're gonna get beat. I mean, literally, Trav's last name is Cole. Yes, and, and trust me, I had. I mean, that's basically the only thing people could come up with. You know, look, oh, you, Travis Cole, you you planning on getting coal in your stocking? <laughs> <laughs> Although I do uh, like from time to time to show. <laughs> Maybe I won't say this. <laughs> I've already started it. I was like, I could uh, put stockings on, and all I got is my birthday suit and just uh, stockings. And I'll, I got a little coal in my stocking. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyway, um, so that's really kind of the idea of it. It it just interests, what interests me is just that, you know, that Krampus and Santa Claus, like the way that they describe it in the stories is like, they're just like walking down the street, you know, they're hand in hand and 
Santa's like, oh, hey, little kid, you've been good. Here's a present. And then on the other side, you know, just that good kid's brother is who's a bad kid. Krampus is like, you going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and Santa's just like, ha, 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 ho, 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 ho. It's fine with me. He's Yay. not on my list. I just feel like Santa, who should be loving and he's giving all these presents, should be like, hey, 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 hold on, Krampus. We should love everybody. <laughs> but I think actually in a way, Santa does remove himself from the equation so he doesn't have to be quite put in that situation. So what is it called when you're like passive aggressive? <laughs> passive aggressive? Oh, yeah. Okay. So okay. <laughs> I feel like we have one of these moments. So far, two moments this episode of where Danny doesn't know exactly what he wants to say, so he says the word anyway. And it's what it is. What is, what is pass like what I don't know how to describe it. It's like passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but I I mean, like the reason I say that is because in, I mean, we can go into this now. So the reason Krampus came up, so Krampus comes, I mean, he's been around for a long time. It's not like something that's new. That's just popped up. Actually, Krampus has been something that's been around um, in human culture and folklore for like uh, thousands of years actually started and was uh, come up, like not come up with, but like, developed by i don't know <laughs> i don't know why i'm struggling so much today to speak words but um by the pagans yeah are the original ones and didn't they did the pagans come up with halloween too I mean, yeah right? so i mean they in in again in the in the history and the folklore or origins or whatever you want to call it um it was like an idol that like the witches would worship and yeah i call the pagans um like i mean part of him he's like always carrying chains because he's like supposedly like a prisoner of the of satan and and so anyway i don't yeah know. and he's even depicted as kind of devilish at times because like travis said he's supposed to be half goat half demon but he's also got like these large like goat curled horns um he has dark hair or fur or whatever He's got fangs, and then a lot of times in the movie and in a lot of the pictures and paintings that I saw, he had like a really long tongue mm. um, that would come out. Which is also really creepy. It's just yeah. basically like... Like a snake like tongue. Kiss. Like, like, a, <laughs> like a slimy, slithery tongue. Um, but yeah, so the this pagan creature or whatever over the years evolves and i apparently at some point it must have been in norse norse mythology because then krampus became known as the son of hell which is a norse like in norse mythology a norse god mm -hmm. norse god um and from looking at a few things it looks like do you know the movie thor ragnarok yes the sister um What's her name in that movie? Oh, Cr Helena. Helena. Helen? Yeah. Maybe, I can't remember. <laughs> but Helena of Troy? So, like, whatever her, like, Helena, but she's, I think, supposed to be, like, her character's created after this god, Hell. Mm -hmm. And Hell is named after the place that she resides, which is Hell, <laughs> <laughs> which is where apparently some people go when they're bad. Oh, okay. so that's where. So she's the like whole the thing Norse came from. God equivalent of Hades. Yeah, and sometimes that gets confusing because there's like the Roman, there's the Greek, there's the Norse, and they all have like 
similar God. They just have different names for him. Yeah. So, you know, going back to the movie now, um, one thing that I didn't necessarily, and, and obviously like, it's just, it wasn't meant to be an Oscar winner. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, Krampus is supposed to come, you know, and punish the, the bad kids. Right. And, uh, but here you do here you have this this boy this main character who's the son of this family and the family is just like nobody has the christmas spirit they're all fighting you know uh parents I mean, are having a hard time kind um, of like what a lot of families probably are like well and that's the interesting thing like the beginning of the show i mean they're they're playing i think it's the most wonderful time of the year everything's kind of like in slow motion as you yeah, but you're just showing like, like a bunch a of people shopping yeah shopping fighting over gifts and you know we talked about this uh uh fairly recently on another episode of uh, like the the worst black friday yeah. um stories and like things like this that actually happen like people just forget like the christmas spirit is not about the whole like about the presence and everything like that i mean we talked about that at the beginning of the show I mean, it's, it's not about that. It's about being with your, you know, your loved ones and, and remembering the, their true meaning and, and reason for the Christmas season, but, or for the holiday season, if you are not a Christian. Um, but yeah, let's not typecast ourselves. That is true. Um, but so in this movie, you know, you got all that stuff that's going on and then you have this boy who's struggling with his beliefs in Santa. You know, he, uh, at the very beginning, he gets in this fight with some kid because the kid basically told him that Santa Claus isn't real. And, it, you know, he's kind of trying to play it off like, oh, you know, I didn't want him to ruin, you know, the beliefs of all the other kids. But it's really about himself. And then he writes this letter to Santa. Um, his cousins find it, make fun of him for it. And basically the things that he's writing to Santa about are just like sincere things. Like he wants his mom and dad to fall in love again. He wants um, he wants his aunt and uncle to, for whatever reason, they're having issues. Yeah, and he wants like, them to not struggle, not anymore. struggle anymore. He wants, he wants to, uh, you know, hang out and be, be with his sister again, because now she's a teenager. She's got a boyfriend and she doesn't have time for him. So he's, he like, then says like nice things about the cousins that are bullying. Yeah. Him, like that. He wants them to be happier and nice to him. Yeah. And that's like, like all he wants. And then they make fun of him. He then takes the, you know, and then they tell me, you know, Santa Claus is real and all that stuff. And so then he goes up into his room and he kind of like, you know, has this moment and then he rips up the letter and then he throws it out the window and it like the wind takes it and goes off into the sky. And then this dark cloud approaches and that's like the coming of Krampus. And I'm like, why is it the kid's letter? Like he's not a bad kid. (laughs) Like Krampus comes because this kid's like beliefs, like his, his Christmas spirit is shattered because of other people. And so I'm like, why, why is it this kid? But I, I, guess maybe like the whole story behind it is just that everybody else sucks so much that they need to be punished. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of does get into that. And, and towards the end of this, we will get into um, some of the differences from what I could see with, which is what is the actual folklore stories and the history behind Krampus and what was in this movie um, didn't completely add up or jive. I think there's a lot of, um, liberties taken by the creators of this movie that just kind of made their own plot lines and and storylines along the way. So we can get into some of those, those differences, but yes, exactly. That was the same question that I had. 
um, throughout the whole movie is just why is this the act that causes Krampus? Cause like, I can't imagine that he's the only kid in this neighborhood and the history of this neighborhood that's done this. Like to me, I would feel like Krampus would be coming every single <laughs> Christmas then because some kids going to be upset and probably rip up his letter to Santa or something like that. Um, another thing I noticed and you would have noticed well, this maybe in the part Krampus, that you saw. Maybe Krampus can only get to like one town at a time each year. Maybe. So this was the year that he came to this town. <laughs> <laughs> but is what was the purpose? And it's kind of funny that I'm asking you this because you probably would be like, well, yeah, what is it? But what was the purpose of the snowmen in their yard? Those are his, uh, like, like Santa's elves. He's got like snowmen as his watchers, I guess, like the eyes and ears of to see if people are being good or I guess, I think that was like the purpose of it. But do they explain that? I don't know. Or did you just infer that? (laughs) It could have been that. <laughs> Trav's like, oh, they're watching for Krampus. They're, they're like the his point, minions. The point, <laughs> the reason I'm asking it is because at the beginning of the movie, when Krampus first comes, the main boy look character looks out the window and he sees the snowman. And that's the first thing that he's like, dad, mom, like what, who built this snowman? And they're like, I don't know, but they don't, I mean, cause I probably wouldn't as a parent just really care that much about a snowman. Um, but throughout the movie, more and more snowmen just comp- or just pop up in his yard, but they never have a part through the whole movie other than they're just there, like in the yard. So I just was curious if I missed something because I would. I'm I was assuming at some watchers. point. <laughs> I was assuming at some point like the snowmen would like come to life or something and wreak havoc, but they didn't. Um. So that was one question of mine. Another was they explain in the movie itself, and I don't know if you saw this part, that the reason um, that the Krampus comes is because the Christmas spirit was lost, basically. Like Mm -hmm. you said, this boy's Christmas spirit was shattered. Everyone else around him doesn't have the Christmas spirit, so that's what brings Krampus into town. Well, they also explain that because of that, the wish was like that you would get your family to disappear basically. Like I made my family disappear. So the grandma in the movie tells the tale. The reason that I mean, her main portion is because when she was a little girl, something similar happened and Krampus came and took her family and left her alone because she was the one that wanted the family gone. Mm. So apparently that's what, the boy must have been wishing was like he didn't want his family around he just wanted to be go back to the way it was and um that's why krampus came to take his family but why did krampus also take out the dhl delivery man <laughs> and <That's right>. <laughs> and <laughs> the snowplow guy like they're not in his family <laughs> He took out, I'm pretty sure he took out like everybody in that neighborhood. Yeah. So like, it just doesn't jive with what they're telling you. The story is like, he comes to take out your, take your family. They do not say he comes to take everyone. Well, they've got to have some casualties, (laughs) some innocent bystanders (laughs) that just get hit. I mean, this poor delivery dude, just like, it's a bad one out there today. He's like, poor guy is like having to still work. And then he ends up dead. 
I don't know how he was like frozen or something <laughs> in his right. delivery truck, but yeah. So that was one. Um, another issue I saw is I don't know. I think you did see all the way to this point, but the freaking iPad. I want the iPad battery they had in this movie because this movie was made four years ago, and this battery was amazing. <laughs> The power was out for a couple days. They used the iPad like nonstop. I know. <laughs> and it just kept it kept going until finally like two nights later they needed the key moment when the iPad like turns off because it ran out of battery. But it like was 48 hours of battery life. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> On no charge because the power's out if I didn't say that. Maybe they had one of those like battery pack charging station things. No, I think they even refer to it though. Well, no, the no at the very beginning. Yeah, the, she says, "Isn't that gonna die?" Yeah, shouldn't isn't that iPad gonna die? Like basically, like saying like maybe you shouldn't just use the iPad to like watch a movie on right now because maybe we could use it later. Oh, but the uh, the other mom was just like, "It's gonna die She's, at some point, so might as well get some use out of well, it while we can." Maybe in the credits, one of the producers is Apple. That is a possibility. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so yeah, those were my main concerns <laughs> these are his concerns <laughs> with the movie as far as just like the plot line itself goes um but going back slightly so it's a little different because here in the states and i i can't speak for all the other countries i the, probably should know more but this shows my lack of knowledge in christmas festivities or holiday festivities in other countries um but here we celebrate celebrate christmas on the 25th of december right mm-hmm. 24th of december is christmas eve well where krampus originates and kind of has its foothold in history is in the central european area which is like austria and germany mm-hmm. right and so in that area they actually celebrate their christmas or they call it like saint nicholas day or whatever yes. um on december 6th which would make December 5th their Christmas Eve in essence. But their Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve is actually the day of Krampus. Mm -hmm. And so they, and they have a name for it. I think it's called Krampusnacht or something like that. It's like Krampus night. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Try smart. (laughs) Anyway. So I am a quarter German. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder you know so much about this. Do you know a lot about beer? Beer? And boots? (laughs) Beer and boots. <laughs> and Lederhosen. <laughs> you drink the beer and the boots? <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, he comes in. So basically the fifth is the day that he'll the Krampus shows up because that's the day he will punish the bad kids. And if they're, it sounds like there's different levels. Like if they're kind of bad, he'll probably just come and beat you with chains and birch sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's like, but if you're like kind of bad, but if you're like really bad after he beats you, he'll stuff you in his sack and then take you back to his lair, which is also K- AKA like could be hell. <laughs> he'll take you, <laughs> drag you to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to spend a year there. And then it sounds like, at least at some level, like, so maybe if you're like medium bad, you get dragged to hell for a year, but then you get to go back after a year if you learn to behave yourself. But then if you're super bad, maybe you get dragged to hell. Super bad. And then <laughs> either tortured for eternity or just eaten when he's hungry. It sounds like, so like there's different tiers from my understanding of 
what your fate could be. I think I'd rather just I be think... beaten with chains and birch sticks. <laughs> <laughs> there is another one I think where he would just drown you. Yeah, I don't want that either. Yeah, and I think so. Maybe that's like between. I don't know if that would be between, <laughs> between being, eternal torture. Yeah, <laughs> just between being dragged to hell for a year and eternal torture, you might get drowned. Yeah, so that's like being like medium to high bad. <laughs> it sounds like the same thing that happens to um, Chinese citizens when they uh, are vocal against the government, like where, in Hong Kong. Well, not in Hong Kong so much right now, but like other people on mainland China like there was this famous actress that I don't I don't know what she was in but she was a super famous actress just disappeared for for like a few months all of a sudden one day after being vocal against the government and then reappeared married to like one of like the somebody high up in the government that she had basically been told you're marrying him now and you apologize for everything you said and by the way you pay us like 125 million dollars pay the government that so they just disappear you if you're really bad they disappear you forever you just you never come back but so a little bit if you're medium bad they disappear you they re-educate you they re-educate you in quotes and then so like brain, you come back brainwash. and apologize <laughs> So basically, Krampus, Krampus is Chinese. Yes. That's what you're saying. Okay, got it. Got so it. what would they call Krampus in China? Krampus? <laughs> I don't know. That was not a Chinese language. Krampus. But anyway, now that we're, yeah. So the Chinese Krampus is a different episode we'll do. <laughs> but for now, we're going to focus on the European, uh, is it Eastern European? Central. Central European? I think. But wait, I will Central tell you. Central to Eastern-ish, European-ish. <laughs> Sorry, um, I will tell you, after all this dies down in Hong Kong, expect to see a lot of people disappear after it's And done. you'll know and how bad like they were. not big in the news anymore. You'll know how bad they were by how long they are disappeared for, mm-hmm. right? Like the Chinese government, I can just see them just waiting for it to die down, not be in the news anymore, and then lots of people gone. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> So, <laughs> see what you're feeling right now is basically what we feel a lot when you talk. I think it, I drew an an, an analogy, guys. No, it was it's fine. I just sometimes say that. Like my wife gets so mad at me because she hates it when I say because I'll use it with her whenever like she isn't responding to me right away. Because don't you hate it when you're like, hey, hey, babe, hey. Hey, hey, can I have this? Hey, hey. And they don't ever respond. So eventually I'll just say, cool story, bro. And then she'll be like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. So anyway, fun facts. Um, did you know that in Central Europe, uh, in Austria primarily, they will actually have their Krampus night? Yeah. And they will have people that will dress up as Krampus. Parades. Yeah, and do parades. Um, and turns out that they actually are trying to scare the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, many of the men who dress up will actually get drunk before, and they will actually whip children with birch sticks. <laughs> Um, it's fun time point, had uh, by all to the point where <laughs> kids will come out of it the next day with welts on them 
uh, because they were hit with birch sticks. <laughs> Kids, <laughs> every year, like we're here in the States, we're like super excited about Christmas, going out buying gifts and everything. Like, oh, hang our stockings, Christmas, you know, make cookies, leave it out for Santa with milk. And meanwhile, in, in Austria, in Austria, they're like, Tirampusnacht. <laughs> 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 they, they hate that day. No wonder Schwarzenegger left. I want to be sick on December 5th. <laughs> no, you're going to the parade. No! <laughs> so it's just, they just hit random kids that aren't even theirs. Like, they don't even know if that kid was a saint. Yeah, it sounds not. like it's just like socially. Like the best kid it's ever. Just socially acceptable to go around and like hit kids with birds. Now, like, I, I will, think they, <laughs> I do think that they like. The parents tell them if they were bad or good, um, but they legit, if they were bad. Yeah. This actually and, sounds kind of like therapeutic. How many times would you feel, have you felt as a parent like, these kids just every, mm. every day? That's why I'm not- <laughs> Somebody a, ought to hit you with a birch stick. I purposely <laughs> like have to leave birch sticks outside so I don't just grab a birch stick. <laughs> Every time I feel angry. Now, I can't remember exactly when it was, but there was a time um, when they actually banned the whole. Yeah, so um, that was like in the early 1930s. Yeah. There was like a four year period where they say the Social Democrats um, were the ones who came up with uh, Krampus. And so, therefore, the fascists banned it and said, you can't talk about Krampus or use Krampus. It's like an evil thing. And then there was another time that it wasn't actually banned, like in the 1950s, but they, I think it was like the Catholic church or someone's like, you cannot talk about Krampus or hand out informational pamphlets on Krampus, or maybe they handed out an informational pamphlet telling them they can't talk about Krampus. <laughs> First rule about Krampus. You can't talk about Krampus <laughs> because it would scar your children for life is what they said. Yeah. But apparently now it's become super commercialized and, and it's, oh, yeah, it's not, all over the place. It's, it's in not. video games. It's in music. It's in obviously uh, movies, you know, movies and TV books, shows. comics, all that stuff. So um, yeah. And then another fun fact, apparently sometimes Krampus is depicted as having one cloven foot and one human foot, but the kicker, no pun intended, is the human foot. <laughs> 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 well done. Um, is no one knows why. Just probably some dude just like took his own personal liberties one day or he forgot he wasn't drawing a human. He's like, oh, screw it. <laughs> and then people are like, ooh, for some reason, Krampus has one hoof and one human foot. <laughs> <laughs> Your accents are always all over the place. <laughs> Maybe Krampus, Krampus was u- losing popularity and he was like, we've got to do something to humanize him more. Except for really like public. the painting that I saw that he had a human foot in, it really looked like he had like a wolf foot because it was like had claws on it. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, for, I mean, finally, like some of the issues that were not just like plot driven issues, but were just differences that I never saw in any of the research that we did on Krampus that were in the movie um, that were different. And I mean, some of the same things where they actually, it seemed like they followed the basic physical attributes um, that are explained in the movie. Um, He has the chains in the movie, like they talk about, um, but 
they have the the whole issue we talked about before with people believe stopping to believe in Christmas and that's why he comes, but that does not seem to be the reason he comes in folklore and history. The reason he comes is just because kids are being bad. Yeah. Right? So that was a difference. Um, they explained in the movie that when you're the person, like the grandma was gifted a bell that says Krampus on it when um, she was a little girl and it was supposed to be a reminder that you need to believe in Christmas and this is what happens when you stop believing in Christmas. Um, the Christmas spirit is Krampus comes, right? So the boy also gets gifted a bell at, towards the end of the movie. Um, that was another thing that I never saw mention of any bell um, in any of the research I did. Uh, there's another thing where Krampus, when he shows up, and this is what Trav talked about, brings basically this giant eternal snowstorm that is just like this giant blizzard that just keeps going and going while he's there. But I never saw mention of like Krampus bringing a snowstorm with him. Um, yeah, and making thing. it entertaining. Yeah, I'm not saying these are <laughs> bad things. I'm just saying these are the things that probably were liberties taken by the creators of the movie. And then finally, and again, this is, yes, it makes the movie much more entertaining, but the, apparently Krampus in the movie had a lot of, uh, creature friends yeah, like that he brought with toys. him. Yeah. So in the movie is depicted evil elves, which are these elf things that come in, bust through the window at one point in the movie. I think it was after you would have not seen it. Yep. And were trying to take some of the people with them. There was crazy gingerbread cookie men things <laughs> that would just co- come to life and attack people. Um, I mean, they would try to shoot Pack Packer Packard Todd Packer Todd Packard <laughs> character uh, with a nail gun um, and for the gingerbread. Uh, I don't know if you didn't see that I part. No. That. Yeah. Um, and then scary toys came to life with like these like awful just like. Teeth, like <laughs> <laughs> he's awful. <laughs> teeth, <laughs> and we're attacking him. And then there was like, I don't, I call them like tremor like creatures because there's these things that just like go through the snow instead of sand, and wow. like attack people from under the snow and then like pull them under. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of these things I never saw mention of in any of the folklore. It just seems like Krampus kind of works alone in in history and folklore, but in this movie, he like has all these minions that work with him. Um, and then ultimately, at the very end, this is actually I'm trying to like reach here, but I'm assuming because we talked about how Krampus will put really bad kids in his sack or his bag and take them back to hell. Well, there's like a big, huge like sinkhole that opens into the ground at the very end and looks kind of like a volcanic like like there's lava down there or something and ultimately he throws the main character kid in the hole at the very end which i'm assuming is just supposed to be representative of his sack to hell Mm. and then he falls down then the kid wakes up and he's apparently like fine in his bed and he's like oh that must have been a really bad dream but then they pan out the very end and it turns out that Krampus had put them into a snow globe that he was putting on his shelf in hell. Oh. So I guess that was supposed to be the fact that he, I don't know if he has to be there for a year or forever. That's his, that's his souvenir. So, (laughs) So. um, before we end here, there's a lot of, uh, different, you know, personages in the, uh, I don't know, like, like Santa Claus, like Krampus, just in different um, 
you know, beliefs and, and folklore that uh, I feel like we keep saying the word folklore. But anyway, one of the ones that, as I kept going along this, uh, learning about Krampus and things like that, one thing kept popping up in my mind, and that is the legend of Belschnickel. <laughs> so did you know about Belschnickel before Krampus, or did you just barely learn about Belschnickel? I think we all knew about Belschnickel, and you'll see why. So here we go. Oh, judgment is nigh, for the Belschnickel is nigh. Yes, he is finally nigh. I am nigh. Every year, my I grandfather. That's right. That's where I've heard Belschnickel was... before. Okay, at it. I am great. You know, they say some people were born to be bad. Well, I was born to be Belschnickel. <laughs> oh, Belschnickel! I traveled from distant lands to discover how all the boys and the girls have been behaving this last year. <laughs> oh, too much strudel. So he's kind of like Santa, except dirty and worse. No, much better. No one fears Santa the way they fear Belschnickel. <laughs> wow. It's my favorite part of Christmas, the authority. And the fear. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Come on, Dwight, you're making this up. No. This is a real thing. Belschnickel is a crotchety fur-clad gift-giver related to other companions of St. Nicholas in the folklore of southwestern Germany. Oh, yes, wow. of course. Okay, great. Seriously, you guys? Now you believe in Dwight's traditions when some Democrat looks it up on Wikipedia? <laughs> His partner, Schwate Piet, or Black Peter, a slave boy, often portrayed in colorful pantaloons and blackface. Uh-uh. No, Dwight. No. <laughs> oh, come on. We don't blindly stick to every outmoded aspect of our traditions. Come on, get with the spirit of it, you guys. So there you go. So that's like the thing that just kept coming to my mind is I was like, okay, Dwight dressed up as somebody, and I can't remember, so I had to look it up, but Belschnickel. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, so I actually looked up pretty much the same thing that uh, Oscar did on this episode of Office when he read uh, about Belschnickel. Yeah, the Wikipedia post. And uh, so the interesting thing about him is that he is the Santa Claus figure, but he's kind of merged in this, um, you know, I mean, with Santa Claus, like, the, the idea is that, you know, we've already talked about it. You get a present if you're good. You get coal if you're bad. But with Belschnickel, he carries around a bag full of, like, treats and candies and things like that. But if you are bad, he will whip you with a birch stick. <laughs> <laughs> Why birch stick? Just, what, they're like switches. The, they're the yeah. kind of they, – they've got a lot of good – A lot of spring in them. Yeah. They're very whippy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, didn't want to spend any time really on that, but if you're interested, you can go and look that up on Wikipedia. Just, I mean, just Google it. Belschnickel. Um, but uh, I just really wanted to play that scene from The Office. <laughs> what season of The Office was that? That was one of, the, one of the later ones because I believe uh, Jim is actually there and he's supposed to be going back to Philadelphia to uh, his, his, sports his sports job, job or whatever. And... And and then he leaves, and Dwight gets really upset, and he just doesn't feel like being Belschnickel anymore. <laughs> and so, but uh, anyway, so uh, there you guys. You know, you want to learn more about it? Go ahead and look it up. I think we pretty much said everything there is to say about Krampus. But uh, watch the movie if you'd like. Uh, it is designated, at, or uh, I guess the the genre it is is uh, comedy horror. So. Uh, there's yeah, some funny stuff in it. There's some description. horror. I say that loosely. Um, it's rated PG 13. Um, 
just fine. It's a it's an accurate rating for it because originally when I was gonna watch it for whatever reason I just assumed it was gonna be rated R. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was PG thirteen. So yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not saying go show your your small children, but if you have teenagers or whatever at home, it's not like it's that be bad. Yeah. I mean, unless they're really scared of gingerbread cookies already <laughs> or something. But it's, it's, it's. I mean, I don't really like gingerbread, so. But that's me. So, all right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, catch us on our website, QCOPodcast.com, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at QCOPodcast. Um, obviously, you are listening to us on something. So keep listening to us there, or if for some reason that uh, you know goes kaput, you can find us somewhere else if we're going to be using uh, German terms. Kaput. <laughs> kaput. Uh, or maybe that's French. I don't know. But uh, thanks again, guys, for listening, and we will catch you next week. Make sure to be good. Or the Krampus will come into Keep you a stick. Yes.